This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inka Vat. Taiwan continue to see record high numbers of daily domestic COVID-19 infections on Wednesday with 2,386 new confirmed cases. That's up about 40 percent from the day before and the first time the country has recorded over 2,000 local infections in a single day. To stop hospitals and quarantine centers becoming overloaded, new rules mean patients with mild symptoms can recover at home. Eric Gao has the details. Previously almost COVID-free, Taiwan has seen record numbers of domestic cases for days in a row. To conserve medical resources, the government has decided to allow patients with mild or no symptoms to isolate at home. Almost half of the country's 22 cities and counties are now going by the new rules. pharmacies nationwide will deliver medication to isolating patients with orders placed through the EEO Care app. Tuesday saw the death of a two-year-old from COVID, the country's first child victim of the pandemic. The boy's parents claim bureaucratic delays to his hospitalization may have been a factor in his death. This has sparked a rethink of how children are treated for the disease. Over the weekend, Taiwan's Food and Drug Administration authorized emergency use of the Moderna vaccine for children aged 6 through 11, but it is still unknown when these doses will arrive. Chris Ma and Eric Gao for Taiwan Plus. The Taiwan Railway Labor Union says it's considering strikes on major public holidays throughout the year. It follows an announcement that 90 percent of members would strike on Labor Day on May 1st in protest of a government ban to turn plan to turn the Taiwan Railways administration into a state-run corporation. Transportation Minister Wang Guotai says the move would make Taiwan's railway network safer. But the union says it could lead to cuts to workers' benefits. They're asking to be included in negotiations and for promises that there will be no changes to working conditions. Prosecutors in Taiwan have charged nine people with violating human trafficking laws in connection with allegations of poor treatment of migrant fishermen. The district prosecutor's office in the southern city of Kaohsiung says that the nine defendants include the captain and first mate of a Taiwanese fishing boat called the Da Wang. In 2019, environmental group Greenpeace published reports of alleged abuse and the death of an Indonesian fisherman on the boat. In January this year, U.S. customs authorities announced they had determined the Dawang had used forced labor. Kaohsiung prosecutors say that foreign fishermen were beaten, required to work up to 20 hours a day, and threatened with non-payment of wages while deep-sea fishing in the South Pacific. Taiwan has the world's second-largest distant-water fishing fleet. Activists have long said migrant fishermen suffer abuses, but Taiwan authorities say cases are rare. 
Taiwan has reduced prison sentences for growing marijuana or cannabis for personal use. Though marijuana use remains illegal in the country, the minimum sentence for growing the drug for personal use has been reduced from five years to one. People caught growing cannabis with small, with intent to supply still face a minimum sentence of five years. The move is seen as a recognition that previous penalties for marijuana offences were disproportionate. The Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands is trying to allay international concerns that a security pact it has signed with China will undermine regional peace. Australia, New Zealand and the US fear the deal could pave the way for Beijing to install a naval base in the region. Rick Glowett reports. Shadowy and with vague details. That's how the United States is describing the security agreement between superpower China and the small South Pacific nation of the Solomon Islands. The pact is raising concern among the US and its regional allies, who say there is a lack of transparency and that it has the potential to undermine regional stability. They fear it could lead to a greater Chinese military presence in the Indo-Pacific. In Parliament on Wednesday, the Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands defended the agreement with China. Let me assure the people of Solomon Islands that we entered into an arrangement with China with our eyes wide open, guided by our national interests. We have full understanding of the fragility of peace. The nation of just 700,000 has been edging closer to China and in 2019 broke diplomatic ties with Taiwan in favor of Beijing. The move was one of the factors behind days of deadly riots in the Solomon Islands in November last year. China claims Taiwan as its own and forbids international recognition as an independent nation. The Solomon Islands' pivot to Beijing has left Taiwan with only four diplomatic allies in the Asia-Pacific. The more um, in, uh, intertwined China and Solomon Islands become, the harder it will be for the day, if ever, that, Taiwan, that Solomon Islands would switch back to uh, recognising Taiwan. So I think it's um, it's not good news for for Taiwan, but also the 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 boldness of the measure I think um, would um, make us wonder whether other Pacific Island countries would see that what Solomon Islands has done and think that they too could go down this path, and that might have implications for those remaining countries which still recognise uh, Taiwan as as a, as a country. This treaty cements the South Pacific Island nation as the latest flashpoint between China and the US, as they both seek influence in the Indo-Pacific. But it is also another blow to Taiwan and its position on the international stage. As Nayad Zhou and Rick Lowert for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan's endangered leopard cats have started using an animal crossing built over a year ago to help keep them safe from cars. But up until recently, they had ignored it. Wei Zhong Lu has the details. A cautious leopard cat carefully checks its surroundings before jumping on top of the new crossing. Although it didn't cross inside the tunnel, 
It's still a big achievement for the Miaoli County government in central Taiwan. They have been waiting for this moment for 436 days. The leopard cat is the only surviving indigenous cat species in Taiwan, and there are less than 500 left in the wild. Miaoli is home to one of the biggest populations of leopard cat in the country, and the county has been trying hard to protect these precious animals. The government built the tunnel last January to help them cross the river safely as an alternative to a nearby road. But cautious cats never used the tunnel until now. Last year, 25 leopard cats were killed on Taiwan's road, the highest number in 10 years. But with crossings like this one, they are hoping to cut it down to zero. Wei Zhong Lu for Taiwan Plus. The United States has become the first country to ban anti-satellite missile tests. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris made the announcement at Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. It comes after Russia conducted an anti-satellite missile test in November that resulted in over 1,500 pieces of space debris, forcing U.S. astronauts aboard the International Space Station to seek shelter. Harris said she hopes other nations will follow in imposing similar limitations. I am pleased to announce that as of today, the United States commits not to conduct destructive, direct ascent anti-satellite missile testing. Simply put, these tests are dangerous and we will not conduct them. We are the first nation to make such a commitment. And today, on behalf of the United States of America, I call on all nations to join us. For the first time in more than a decade, Netflix has reported a loss in its subscribers. The online streaming platform says around 200,000 people cancelled their subscription in the first three months of the year. Netflix raised its prices for U.S. and U.K. customers earlier this year and pulled out of Russia in response to the war in Ukraine. The service says it plans to offer a cheaper subscription that contains some advertising as it seeks to win viewers back. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. Yeah.